I lost over $100 million. And this is how. I owned a golf course in a ski mountain in, in many properties. I had tons of equity. I got into a lawsuit um, that I ended up losing, but then winning the, uh, the malpractice suit against my lawyers. But I spent millions of dollars in cash to win because I had the need to be right. Period. I had a law degree, right? I passed the bar, but I had a need to be right. So did my wife, by the way. We weren't but willing to settle. I was not willing to walk away. I had to prove myself right. Well, meanwhile, I made one mistake because I had no mentors. I, I thought that because I had millions of dollars of equity that I could just go to the bank and borrow against my golf course. Leverage is a hell of a thing. Well, what happened was in 2006 and seven, all of a sudden I was so leveraged that when I went to the bank and said, hey, you know, I need five million, you know, which I had, they said, nah. I'm like, what do you mean? I got 60 million in equity in the golf course. They said, yeah, but we're not comfortable lending it to you. I didn't realize with all the education I had, all the experience that the bank would not like that situation. The banks were going under. They weren't going to take the risk on me because I had so much. Can they just decide not to give you the money from? Yeah, yeah, because it's It's, it's just someone is collateral. Like someone just decides. Yeah. And then what happens is you start start applying more places to try to get it and your credit. Right. Because they're reporting all the times inquiries. Now it's even harder to get money. And meanwhile, my bills aren't stopping as I'm trying to figure out. Right, I, I have a lot of bills. Some things are profitable. The golf course was not profitable, but I had a huge equity in it. I had bills. So what I decided to do was to bankrupt it. And literally, I didn't owe anybody anything because the equity was there, but I couldn't get it Was it, it a out. chapter seven or 11? Chapter seven. Okay. So yeah, and I, but like literally I had to give For my- those of, what's the difference? Seven and- One's a restructuring and one's a straight bankruptcy. It clears all debt. Which is seven is the one I did, which clears all debt, and you create a bankruptcy a trust, and then they pay all the debt the debtor. So, what happened was I had enough equity that they were now forced to sell the properties, and everybody did okay. Right? It wasn't like I had this huge loss for everyone. I'm the big loser, yeah. but I was the big winner for one reason. When I said it came to me that morning when I had to claim bankruptcy, two things came to me. One, that I had to go up to the most famous sports agency in the world, which I had my dream job. In fact, kids will tell me today, I dream about being you, right? This sports agent, so many kids want to do it. I had to go up there and tell the guys that hired me because I was Midas, everything I touched, I made money with that. I had lost everything because I wasn't really telling them everything going on. Cause I thought I could pull myself out. So literally out of nowhere, I had to tell them, Hey, I'm just so you know, I'm claiming bankruptcy and I can understand if I'm not the guy you thought I would to run your company. Uh, Fortunately for me, Lee was super gracious because he had gone bankrupt when he was in his 20s and he understood where I was taking the company, what my skill set was. But the hardest thing I've ever done is that before I went to work, I had to drive over to my mom's house. Only reason I ever wanted to be rich from five years old on, and that's all I wanted to be, was to buy my mom a house and a car. And I had to go over to her house and tell her I've gone bankrupt and uh, that you're going to have to move. Because I lost your house. Yeah, my, my fear was having to go walk over to my mom and tell her I lost her house. The shame, right? Go in there and say, and it ended up being in, in Lee Steinberg. You know, I had to tell him I'm running the most notable sports agency in the world at the time. Hey, man, I'm going bankrupt. But I owned it. You know, it was freeing because both of them responded, you know, in even way better way than I thought they would. And I was terrified. I kept working myself through the fear to say, take accountability, own this, illuminate it, everything will be fine. And if not, then they, they don't know, they don't appreciate who I am. 
right? If not, then they'll fall away like all the other bad people that I surrounded myself with. But it was the opposite. My mom's reaction was, what can I do for you? Can I give you money? Can I? It's okay. When you were making the shift, and I don't want to say weeding the people out, but just picking yeah. and choosing who you spend the most time with. Yeah. How do you start to find the people that are on that level that you want to connect with? People that sit in the situation that I wanted to be in for a particular reason. So like Warren Moon, he, he was, had this calmness, meditative calmness. I wanted him to teach me how not to overreact to things. Right, Steve Wynn, relationship to money. So find people that sit in the situation or have knowledge that you want. Everyone will help you. They, trust me. And when I weeded out people, some people I directly weeded out. I actually called them and said, hey, man, this is about me, not you. I'm not going to be able to hang out with you anymore because I don't like who I am when I'm around you. 100% accountable here. Nothing about you. It's about me. I don't like me. So I don't want to be around. I don't want me not to feel good. 